I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, June 27th. Here are today's headlines. The Supreme Court has released another round of decisions today, including for the Moore versus Harper case. The Daily Caller News Foundation reports that the Supreme Court held that the Constitution's elections clause does not vest exclusive and independent authority in state legislatures to set the rules regarding federal elections, and that the case stems from the North Carolina Supreme Court's decision in February 2022 to toss a congressional map drawn by the Republican-led legislature after the 2020 census as an egregious and intentional partisan gerrymander. DCNF also reports that in this case, the Supreme Court determined it need not decide whether the North Carolina Supreme Court strayed beyond the limits derived from the elections clause, affirming the judgment of the state Supreme Court. Chief Justice John Roberts, who wrote the opinion, said state courts retain the authority to apply state constitutional restraints when legislatures act under the power conferred upon them by the elections clause. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley tweeted about the case, saying in part, With Harper, it is worth noting that once again, the court defied the stereotypes of political and media critics who have been insisting that the conservatives were moving to protect raw gerrymandering. He also writes, This follows a ruling in favor of the Biden administration on immigration, as well as continued unanimous or near-unanimous decisions in various areas. We are still awaiting some other major decisions from the court this week, including those relating to affirmative action, student loan forgiveness, and free speech. Stay tuned. The Daily Signal's Fred Lucas has been reporting on some critical news out of the Department of Homeland Security. A division of the Department of Homeland Security has expanded its mission to censor and conduct surveillance in coordination with big tech firms. This is according to a report from the House Judiciary Subcommittee. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency colluded with private companies and other private groups to block online content. The House Select Committee on Weaponization of the Federal Government reported these findings on the agency Monday. The report is an interim document in what the subcommittee calls an ongoing investigation of an agency created during Donald Trump's presidency. The formal name of the report is the weaponization of CISA, how a cybersecurity agency colluded with big tech and disinformation partners to censor Americans. The report reads, founded in 2018, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency was originally intended to be an ancillary agency designed to protect critical infrastructure and guard against cybersecurity threats, and that in the years since its creation, however, CISA metastasized into the nerve center of the federal government's domestic surveillance and censorship operations on social media. By 2020, CISA routinely reported social media posts that allegedly spread disinformation to social media platforms. For its part, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency rejected the findings of the Government Weaponization Subcommittee's report. 
CISA Executive Director Brandon Wales said in a written statement, CISA does not and has never censored speech or facilitated censorship. Any such claims are patently false. We will include a link to Fred Lucas's full piece on this story in today's show notes. And here's another article from Fred Lucas. He writes that a senior member of the House Judiciary Committee insists that impeachment is not an empty threat for Attorney General Merrick Garland after two whistleblowers alleged that Garland and other Justice Department officials interfered with an IRS investigation of President Joe Biden's son. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, told Fox and Friends on Monday If it comes true what the IRS whistleblower is saying, we are going to start impeachment inquiries on the attorney general. Later Monday, Representative Daryl Issa, also a Republican from California, concurred. Issa told the Daily Signal in an email, From the start, A.G. Garland has allowed partisan politics to hold sway in the Justice Department, including the unprecedented targeting of parents. The Judiciary Committee, which has oversight of the Justice Department, also is the committee that determines whether to send articles of impeachment to the House floor. ISA also said the Congress can't just look away from the culture of corruption that's there for all to see, and the possibility of impeachment has to be on the table. It's not an empty threat. Garland already was under fire for supporting a request by the National School Boards Association to target parents who spoke up in protest at local school board meetings, as well as for what many GOP lawmakers allege has been a politicized and weaponized Justice Department. Check out the rest of Fred's article in today's show notes. CNN has shared a recording of former President Donald Trump that federal prosecutors included in its indictment at the beginning of June. In the recording, Trump admits to having classified documents in his possession. Let's take a listen to the audio from CNN. These are bad, sick people. That, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying yeah. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Pages long. Wait a minute. Let's see here. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time. You know. <laughs> send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. And you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran. And what? These are the papers. Well, this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to 
Try to declassify. figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. It. Now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I'm, look, we here and I have, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's incredible, it. right? No, they, hey, bring they some, uh, bring some Cokes in, please. As we reported on this show previously, special counsel Jack Smith made public a 37-count indictment against the former president. So what are all of those counts? Well, 31 counts are alleging willful retention of national defense information in violation of the Espionage Act, one count of conspiracy to obstruct justice, one count of withholding a document or record, one count of corruptly concealing a document, one count of concealing a document in a federal investigation, one count of a scheme to conceal, and one count of false statements and representations. Trump's aide, Walt Nata, is named in five counts in the indictment. The former president reacted to the news telling Fox News Digital, I would say election interference more than anything else. It's a disgrace that they can do it. Everyone was fine. We did nothing wrong, and everybody knows it. We will keep you all updated on this story as developments continue. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Tyler O'Neill will be sitting down with Jim Ballard and Jim Caviezel to discuss their new movie, Sound of Freedom, premiering July 4th. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you like to listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. We are on all the platforms, and we love seeing those kind ratings and reviews flow in. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.